Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. How do you serve your neighbor, especially locally, right in your own neighborhood? A group of congregations here in the St. Louis area in Jefferson County gather each year to serve their neighbors in what they call Grace Day. Joining me in studio today, the Reverend Brian Roberts of Zion Lutheran Church in Peebly, Missouri, who was on not too long ago to share his story for Set Apart to serve. Pastor Roberts, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thank you, Andrew and Sarah. It is good to have you here and to learn more about Grace Day. We've talked about it a little bit in the past. Mm -hmm. This is a great way that congregations all team together in the Jefferson County area here in the, in what, central, east central Missouri to share in great gifts with their neighbors. So where did the, where did the idea for Grace Day begin? Yeah. So thanks for asking that question because I do want to give credit where credit is due. Actually, Right down Z Highway at Zion Hillsboro, it started there with that congregation, Tim Kreisel, and then Pastor Mark Harris uh, came up with this idea. So this is about nine years that we have been doing this. At that time, and I think the numbers are pretty much the same, just to use the elementary school right across the street from us, 80% of those those kids are free and reduced lunch. So that's the community that we are ministering to in the, the ministry context that we have. So same thing applies throughout Jefferson County largely. And the Arnold Circuit, which we're a part of, we meet monthly for our Winkle with the Farmington Circuit as well. So it's been hosted previously by Emmanuel in Festus Crystal City and, and other, other congregations within those couple of, of fundies actually. Give us an idea of what Jefferson County, the needs are in Jefferson County. I'm a Jefferson County resident now. I don't think I was the last time we did this, so this is exciting. Okay, uh, but what are those needs of Jefferson County that you're meeting with Grace Day? Yeah, so basically this is just to to get all the stress off of those families that are underserved. Now, we don't do any kinds of checking to see are you on government assistance or anything like that if if you if you feel that you have a need to get started this school year please come and see us august 5th from 8 to noon that's when grace day is we would be we'd be happy to serve you we are offering things first of all backpacks our church is is responsible primarily for backpacks that we fill with school supplies but but you know those those little backs have two little feet attached to them as well, and so we have a couple of congregations that provide shoes for the kids. We have hygiene products, we have underwear and socks. We have we've invited the medical community. The school's going to be doing counseling there. We're going to be doing the exams you need for school sports and things like that. So we really want to be a one stop shop for for the underserved community that really going back to school, the the money and the time that that takes can be a real stressor for those families. And we, we want to do what we can to alleviate some of that stress and some of that expense as well. Who are the partners 
for Grace Day. You mentioned the congregations, local medical offices, and, and mm-hmm. others. Tell us a little bit more about those partners who come together for Grace Day. Oh, it's it's absolutely huge. So, I mean, it does begin with the, the Lutheran congregations there in, in our county and the surrounding counties within the Arnold and and Farmington circuits. But we've been in conversation with our city planner, our city administrator. We've been in conversation with our police chief to talk about, you know, what traffic tie-up will be that day. We're, we're going to be going door-to-door talking with our neighbors, apologizing ahead of time for, <laughs> for what the roads are going to look like for four hours on that Saturday and, and just getting – just being good neighbors that way. We, we obviously try to partner with different businesses as they – they either donate or give us discounts on things like the backpacks and shoes and things like that and 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 other than that just deal shopping but a lot a lot of people have come together to really make Grace Day a success for 9 years in a row. Yeah, that's really incredible the, the kind of service you're able to provide to all of these families. Do you have I know I know we can't talk specifics about specific families, but do you have stories of of the impact that this makes for these families at the beginning of the school year? You know, a lot of the families we don't don't see again immediately, but we do see them from year to year. Mm-hmm. And and it is amazing and and, and I got to get to the the personal shoppers in in this whole story because they are really the key to it and they they are the story collectors. Mm. But they they do bring their stories of last year and and it's what any pastor or or any service organization hears over and over again about thank you for being there. You were there just at the right time. You were exactly what we needed. Thank you for being there. And and that carries over not not from Grace Day into the rest of the time. So you know, even though this is going to be our first time hosting Grace Day as the location where it's going to be, we have for these nine years provided the backpacks. And and that, of course, is a big draw for a lot of people who are there. Well, I guarantee you for two weeks after Grace Day, people know what church offered the backpacks. They know where that church is located and they will be knocking on the door. Do you have any left over? And you know, it, that provides me as a pastor a wonderful opportunity to have a conversation with somebody and and invite them in, get to know their story a little bit, maybe pray with them, ask if there's any additional needs. And, 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 you know, maybe before they leave, say a prayer with them, get some contact information so I can find out how, how they're – their 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 life has evolved since our conversation and and find out if they have a church home things like that so but that is is really what those personal shoppers are there for so as soon as somebody comes into grace day um, they are assigned a personal shopper who walks through and and takes them to the different stations where they can get their their health supplies and and their their haircuts photos for school if they need those backpack shoes all these things that that we're offering and they're talking to them and they're trying to learn about them and, and give them a voice. And a lot of these these people just don't feel like they have a voice. They don't feel like they matter in their communities. And and so they're they're giving them that listening ear. And then they're also connecting because the pastors are, are walking around as, as well and saying, hey, pastor, I think this person would like to talk to you and, and kind of connecting us with them. And then we can – you know, if, if the situation dictates, offer some few extended services that some of our churches offer, you know, help with rent, help with groceries, help with, with things like that through the different gift cards and or, or charity circle type programs our various congregations have. 
That's a lot happening in one day. Mm-hmm. It is a whole bunch. <laughs> That's a, a lot of ways to serve your neighbor in one day. That means there's a lot of preparation that happens leading yeah. up to August 5th. Is that right? August 5th, yeah. So tell us about the preparation that goes into leading up to August 5th and the ways that people serve behind the scenes getting ready for August 5th. Oh, goodness. You know, it really begins two weeks after the event itself. <laughs> they, they, we, they have been very good at continuing to do a debrief. And again, Tim Kreisel and Mark Harris started this right from the very beginning. Two weeks later, we tried to get the congregations together. What did we do wrong? What could we do better? What could we do more next year? And, and every year, we're, we're adding things and, and taking things away. Maybe we have, you know, it's grandmas and moms bringing kids. So do we need a mammogram bus? Do we do we bring in the dentist bus and, and things like this that, that we, can, we can continue to expand and help? So we have those conversations, and that gets it rolling all already 50 weeks out from the next event. And, you know, there's a little brain book that travels with it from church to church <laughs> of lessons learned and best practices. And and then that next church just takes up the mantle and begins spinning up their teams and, and shopping for whatever, you know, concentrating on what their church does, but also communicating with the other churches that support this and and keeping them up to date on how things are going. And, and then, of course, you know, kind of regular meetings between now and then. How are you doing? You know, look each other in the eye and, and make sure things are progressing as they should. Yeah, and while all that preparation is happening, are there donations or supplies that are needed that people can can give in support of this event? Yeah, you know, there is always a need because, you know, let's just take the shoes, for example. There's no way that we can have a thousand pair of every size, Mm, you know, and and let's say you have 10 kids that come in for size five shoes, boys, and yet you only have, and, and you have 12. Well, you have two left over, maybe those will just go to next year. So we can never have enough. The truth, however, is shoes and backpacks will probably run out of this year. When I got here, I think this was grace day three, we started with 500 backpacks that year. We moved to 750. We're expecting 1,000 kids this year, and we're also expecting to run out of everything. But I, I, w- I would say that if you wanted to help, probably the best way to, to minimize and, and not flood our office with, with calls and stuff is, is maybe take it to your church leadership, your pastor, and make it a congregation-to-congregation congregation effort mm-hmm. that way. And, uh, and, and I would just call Zion's office. That's 636-475-4486 and uh, lend your help there. Whether, and we can, we can direct you to the churches that are doing the shoes and the hygiene products. Maybe, there, maybe you work for a place that might be willing to donate some, some help there. That would be greatly appreciated. Like I said, there are going to be people coming weeks after this asking if we have anything left over. Again, it all goes into the queue for next year. But I really, I really do anticipate a thousand kids and, and running out of what we have. It, again, it starts at eight, but there will be people in line at five in the morning waiting to to get in. Wow! So all that preparation and prayer leading up to August fifth, mm-hmm. uh, volunteers can, especially in the Jefferson County area, can talk with their own pastor about how mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. contribute whatever, whether it's time or materials. You mentioned discount shoppers. That sounds like a very very important spiritual gift, someone who can, <laughs> who can do discount shopping leading up. But shopping for supplies, for school mm-hmm. supplies and those other things that you mentioned mm-hmm. as well. So people who want to spend some time 
doing some shopping and, and finding some great bargains, maybe stashing them. It, maybe they're not for this year. Maybe they're for next year as yes, well after this event happens. Yeah, yeah of course, because those are going to those are going to happen regu- at regular intervals, right? Everybody's going to get into school. What's left on the shelves at, at whatever local store you shop at is going to go on discount two months later. You know, snatch them up and uh, they, we can definitely put them to use next year. Very good. How do we learn more about Grace Day, whether to get involved or to participate for, you know, to send families to come visit on Grace Day? Uh, you can just find us online at zionpeevely.com or, or look us up on Facebook. That's where we put a lot of our contact content for Zion Peevely there on Facebook and, and or call the office if you have any specific questions with the number I gave a second ago. So. Very good. Thank you so much, Pastor Roberts, for sharing with us about Grace Day, August 5th, right here in Jefferson County, taking place at Zion Lutheran Church in Peebley, Missouri. Thanks for being our guest. Thank you, sir. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live Uncommon.